Welcome to the Prolific Pulse Poetry Podcast. This is your host, Lisa Tomey. Today, our guest will be Mika P. Thompson. And believe me, you don't want to miss this. Welcome to the Prolific Pulse Poetry Podcast on YouTube. This is your host, Lisa Tomey. Today, I'm excited. We have Yumika P. Thompson today. She's from Southeast Washington, D.C. and CEO of Pearl's Goals, LLC, author, co-author of upcoming book, Soulful Affirmations, with award-winning and best-selling author, Cheryl Pulliday Williamson, vice president of 501, a nonprofit organization, Friend Connection, D.C., co-host of Facebook Live, Meet the Author, parent advocate, and prayer warrior, and more. Goodness gracious. Welcome, Mika. Hi. Hi. I'm very excited to be here. Very excited. You are a busy woman. I, I do wear a lot of hats, but um, I truly enjoy the things I do. I think it's important to give um, to the world. So mm-hmm. that's what I try to do. Yeah. Good. <laughs> I'm right there with you. I believe the same way. Figure if we're not we're not giving in life, we're not quite living. Kudos to you. Thank you. I'd like to know first about Yumika. I'd like to know about okay. Yumika the poet and where how that all come about. Can you tell us a little bit about your history with poetry? Uh honestly, I remember um hearing my first Langston Hughes poem when I was in uh, the first grade. And I always thought, wow, I, I can rhyme. I like this. It's I like this, right? And then I was like, hmm, I want to be in a book, never knowing that one day that will manifest as me being a poet myself. Um, I always loved words. I always was able to express myself um, in written form very well. So I was the key. enter into a contest and who could do an essay or who can pretty much, you know, do okay. So I just always had a relationship with words. And then once I start writing myself, it just, um, people say, wow, you know, I I just write effortlessly sometimes because I feel like it just comes to me naturally and then I write it down and it's easy for me to share it with other people. Okay. How old were you when you how old were you when you first saw your um, poetry in print? Oh, my gosh. I was a teenager. Um, the first time I saw any of my poetry in print, uh, my church, Allen Chapel AME, they did a, a book um, dedicated to um, can- people with cancer, people who were surviving cancer or people who didn't survive so they asked, you know, they was asking, did anybody want to submit a poem? And of course I said yes, because um, my grandmother had died from ovarian cancer. So it was, you know, something I really wanted to be a part of. So yeah. that was the very first time when my, my church, they did a book for people with cancer um, to encourage them. Right. Well, coming, that's coming from a, a sad experience, but you put it into your words in a way to inspire other people. How did that feel when you opened that book up and saw your poetry in print? Um, it felt it felt nice. It felt amazing. Um, it felt like I was a part of something bigger than myself. Um, 
And not only that, I was able to share those my poem and those other poems with people who I had known that had gone through cancer. And um, one of my best friends, God rest her soul, she died of um, cancer. She had cancer and it was very difficult. But I remember giving her that book and I remember it making her smile. So for that moment in time, she was smiling. But that moment in time, she forgot everything else and was able right. to feel encouraged and lifted and motivated. Oh, that's that's great. You know, that had to make a difference in her life to be able to to have you and your words and your help in getting through that. So that's I'm glad that yeah. you were there for her. Yeah, we're put in yes. places sometimes that we're just meant to be. Absolutely. I so, agree. So you you know started writing as a teenage poet. What happened after that? What what career track did you take? So I um I went to college, you know, got all the way to lit one, and then um I experienced some really some trauma and some grief and some some sadness and some depression. One of my very close friends had committed suicide. Um as a part of healing, you, for me, writing was a way to help me heal. Um, so a lot of my poems, you know, comes from a place. I, I've experienced a lot of these things that I'm talking about. So these poems are very near and dear to my heart. And I just want people to know that you are not alone and that trouble don't last always. And anything you go through, you can get through. Anything that we go through, we can get through it. Um, so a lot of times people just sit in there hurt and they don't have a way out. But it's so many resources, support and things like that out here. Hence why I wrote the book, um, Overcoming Obstacles. My book is truly more than just poetry because I'm giving you insight. I'm giving you reflection questions and I'm praying for you in my book. Mm-hmm. That's great. Actually, I saw a poem in your book, um, you know, called about pray. I think it's the name of the book, the poem is pray. Um, would you yeah. mind reading that poem for us? Oh, sure. Let me get it now. Okay. So the title of this poem again is pray. When tired, afraid, alone, dismayed, pray. When sad, rejected, at a loss for words, disrespected, pray. When hopeless, confused, mistreated, abused, pray. For the word of God says, 1 Thessalonians 5:17, pray without ceasing. When we pray, we are talking to our Father who art in heaven. When we pray, we are sharing our concern and announcing our reverence. We are allowing the Lord thy God access and believing in the process. If God did it for Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, will he not do it for you? Will he not guide and provide for you? Will he not shield and protect you too? You are not your circumstance. The things you go through will strengthen you, stretch you, grow you, and restore you. And in God's time, show you who is and who is not for you. Tragedy, loss, suffering will come. It seems as if a storm is always near, but learn to activate your faith to cancel out your fear. You see, fear is sent as it is meant. The enemy plants a seed of doubt in hopes that it will sprout. Learn to rejoice, give thanks, 
and praise. The Lord God promises us that troubles won't last always. John 3, 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. In this lifetime, there will never be a greater sacrifice. So when you are faced with challenges, problems, and doubts, when the world seems so dark and there's no way out, stop trying to do things your way and pray. Thank so. you. John 3.16 is my daughter's verse. She has claimed it. And um, she believes I've claimed it. it too. So we're 20s. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. She has claimed it. She always smiles when she hears the reference to that. It's interesting. <laughs> now, Definitely you, encouraging. Yes. I really enjoy that poetry a lot. Um, now, tell me about this uh organization friend connection what's that all about friend connection dc um, we're a 5013c nonprofit organization that we raise money so children in dc um high school students we want to lessen the burden of them going to college the financial burden um we realize that you know low-income families they have a lot of resources and support of course you know high-income families do as well but it's the middle class that truly suffers um and when we first um created from connection it started because my sister's son and my daughter we realized that we would have to fuss all the time like did you follow a scholarship did you do this did you do that and they never would really do it except when their friends were around we realized that we got more out of them and they were more productive around their friends, hence friend connection. So we created this organization, brought kids together so they can fill out scholarships um, bi-weekly. That was one of, the, one of our requirements is you have to fill out a scholarship every two weeks, um, essay writings, and even writing poems, um, all to help improve their writing skills when they you know, submit their applications and their stories and all that good stuff. That is wonderful. I think that's a, a great idea. I know when I went to university, um, we were not allowed to get our diploma or degree um, unless we passed the university writing exam. Yeah. And yeah, that that was a big deal. I mean, you got all the way to almost graduation day, but you had to take that test and show you. And there's a lot of kids in DC where I'm from that there's a deficit in um, writing and and um, you know, they are really good at math, but when it comes to writing, writing seems to always be that one subject that a lot of children struggle with. So mm -hmm. we want to just create a safe environment that made it fun and, you know, to make writing fun so they can see themselves in their stories, too. Absolutely. Well, we may have some um, new poets come from all of that. <laughs> yes, yeah, so that would be, be wonderful. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> You can create an anthology of the participants of this and <laughs> publish that. Maybe that would uh, could be sold to to get them some more financial help for school. That'd be great. Yeah, that's a great idea. That's a great idea. Yeah. <laughs> I, I often thought about um, people who fall into that that middle space. That um, I was one of those middle space people. So. You know, my dad made too much money for me to get a lot of assistance, and yet I couldn't afford to 
put myself through school and he couldn't either afford to put me through and um that that's tight spot there so i'm glad there's something um to help with that so that's great kudos putting that together how long have you been doing that um my sister and i we've been doing it for three years and um it has been very rewarding i can tell you that um we do outings with the children with our kids and covid has had a big impact on the way we operate um so now it's virtual um um, we have to become more creative to keep the students engaged. So, um, but even through that, like I said, there is nothing that we cannot get through. So I'm always just thinking positive and um, that keeps me motivated to want to keep giving back and keep doing my part. Mm-hmm. Well, tell us about this uh, book of poetry that you have out. Um, so one of the things um, that I love about my book is when I first was writing my poems, I know a lot of my poems are like real life. Um, it's talking about some very sensitive topics. Um, some of the topics I cover in my book is heartache, depression, rape, um, grief, uh, just a lot of different traumas, right? So I knew that I couldn't sit, let people stay in those traumas. So that's why I decided to pair it with insight um, to show them that there is a way out, that you can overcome this, that anything you go through in life is a moment is a moment. So you can create new moments whenever you want to, um, but you have to change your mindset. And what better way than to read a good book that's mm-hmm. going to help you, coach you, motivate you, and inspire you to do just that? Wow. You know, I really also love the cover of the book. Um, how did that come yeah. about? Do you have an artist in your, your midst there? My daughter, she attends Salisbury University, and um, yeah, I, I drew like a stick picture. I said, you know what? I know that I want a tree on a cover of my book. Can you make this come alive for me? And she was like, okay, and um, she did just that. Um, I actually call her the cover art, the wisdom warrior, uh, so yeah, I've been very blessed. <laughs> well, I, I love it. I love it. As a as an artist, uh, it's I have a, a great appreciation for it as well. Um, does she, is she um, is she in college or is she younger? Or? Yeah, yeah, she attends Salisbury University, and right now she has a minor in graphic design. So mm-hmm. I'm glad she recognizes her talent. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. She'll be able to use that through her career, I'm sure. Yeah. Wonderful. Well, I am so thrilled um, to to see this book come out. And then you're working on another book. Is that right? Uh, Soulful Affirmations um, is 365 affirmations that will bless your life. It will change your life. It encourages you to change your mindset and speak over yourself. Um, A lot of times, you know, we wait for other people to affirm us. We don't have to wait for anybody to affirm us. We can wake up and say, I am beautiful. I will have a good day. I love myself. Um, These are things that you can say about you and to you and go out and it will manifest in your life. Mm-hmm. Affirmations are words that you speak over yourself that will manifest in your life. So it's very important to be positive and to be mindful and to be grateful and thankful. Um, 
so that you know you won't sit and I always say the portrait of misery where it's always somebody negative have something negative to say or wants you to do negative things you will know how to stay away from that porch get off the porch of misery with other people and start just believing in yourself and trusting that God has your back mm-hmm. so it really frees you up to be yourself it frees you up to be yourself and to love yourself absolutely now you actually have a poem called freed would you like to share that with us i would love to share that with you guys um this poem means a lot to me because it's kind of talking about grief and um it was one of the poems that i wrote when i was healing and getting over my friend's death Freed. I've, I have cried so many tears that I found myself drowning and sinking into a despaired state. No one knows my struggles because from my toes to my waist to my face, my sadness is well hidden. While my inner self is hiding, I feel unchallenged and unsatisfied. And when you lied, I cried. But when you died, I realized that my hopes, dreams, and faith were put into the wrong man. I felt I needed you. I yearned for you. And at the end, I mourned you. My breaths are trapped, caught up, contained. The loss of your life has me feeling insane. Then through my dreams, I have an encounter. It was overwhelming, spiritual, and freeing. Jesus touched my hand. I cried. I asked him to help me and heal me, for I knew inside my heart that Satan was trying to steal me. My Lord said, child, you must believe to be free. I felt stuck. Jesus knew that my feelings for him were not 100%. From that moment on, I opened my heart and my mouth to confess, to repent. From the really bad to the mild, I spoke of things from the then to the now and from when I was a child. I told it all and held nothing back. I was vulnerable and emotional. I woke up feeling anew. My head was clear, my tears were joyous, and I even had a smile. My mind had no doubts. Jesus saved me last night in my sleep. I am no longer haunted by demons or afraid to speak truth into this world. I was reborn to give others the gift that my savior had given me the knowledge and love to be free. Beautiful. Thank Uh, you. That's a a very deep poem that tells a story and how you got from one side to the other. That really really does tell a lot. I really like that. Thank you. Something to make a person really think. I like like, uh, poetry that causes the listener to Think about some things in their life. So I really like that a lot. Yeah, it's definitely important to reflect when you when you're healing and when you're when you're having a desire to be better. You have to reflect. Mm-hmm. Now tell me um, more about prose goals. Uh, what is it that you are doing with this? Okay, so I created prose goals. First, it started off as oh, I just needed some a place to sell my books. <laughs> But then I realized I wanted to also inspire other people. Um, I wanted my shirts, my mug, my jewelry 
I want to inspire others. So I have messages on my shirt. Like one of my shirts says, um, face your feelings. I think a lot of times we hold so many things in. So if somebody is having a bad day and they can see um, the expression written on my shirt and it makes them think about some things, that to me means everything. Because in the end, we are really here to help other people love and heal, love and heal. So anything I do is attached to love and healing, even through me selling my, my shirts, my sweatshirts, my um, mugs and my jewelry. My jewelry has faith on it, overcome um, inspirational messages. So it was very important to me not to only share my book with you, but if my T-shirt can inspire you by breaking chains of shame, which is a title of my book. Um, I just want to give people subliminal messages or reminders that you can get through anything. That is great. I like that. Yeah, breaking chains of shame. How true yeah. is that? Shame is so, so much a, a base for thinking that um, that really messes us up, you know? Um, it messes us up and it keeps us in bondage. It does. Yeah. Well, that that's just great. Um, yeah, this is really a well done site, and you have you like butterflies like I do. I love, I love butterflies. <laughs> and my, my daughter helped me with my website, uh, and my cousin. Um, shout out to them because trust me, it was not me. I may have had the vision, but they brought it all to life. <laughs> wow, it's good to have a, a vision team like that. Well, that really you definitely have it, support. You need support, yeah. You can't do anything alone. Not even becoming an author, a poet, a motivational speaker, a transformational speaker. Everything that we do, you will realize that you need somebody else to help you um, get to where you want to go. Right. Well, that is well done, and it shows me that you have a quite the team going on there. So, bravo. Kudos. Let's hear Thank another you. poem from you. All right. Um, this poem is called A Woman's Tears. Okay. When a woman sheds tears, she is thinking and reflecting. She is redirecting her fretting and looking forward to her blessings. Her tears are years loved, years lost, tears burned, and years learned. Her tears are confirmation that fear no longer holds over her a power or need for concern. Her tears will emotionally disconnect from past tenses. Her fears, her tears no longer need fences. Through her tears, a newborn freedom she seeks, a freedom attached to God's word, God's power, God's sheep. Each tear is like fresh rain washing over a dirty city, a rain that transforms dirty and gritty to sparkling and pretty. The tears of a woman will take her from sad to mad to hopeful and glad. Each teardrop is a drop that will stop her life's inconsistencies and unproven mysteries. They will stop a hand hitting her face as she begins to walk in God's grace. They will stop a new call to a cop. They will cause her knees to drop, her curls from falling and her life from stalling. When her tears no longer fall, when she barely answers your call, her drops become dry and she finds no reason to cry. Just know that her tears don't lie. And that last cry is goodbye. Powerful, powerful. 
I really like that. You know, it really says a lot about the value of of letting those tears, you know, go and where you can get from one point to the other. It's wonderful. Yeah. Just releasing toxic, um, just toxic attachments. I'm gonna call it that. You know, people, places, and things that you need to kind of like let go out of your life. Um, I've cried many nights. I am not perfect. I've had some things happen, but I didn't sit there and stay in those sadnesses and those sorrows. Um, I freed them through my tears, and um, that's another way to heal. So don't hide your tears. Um, don't try to bottle all of that in. Free your emotions so that you can, um, I guess, cut off access that no longer deserves access to you. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. They're a cleanser. You know, they really do release our pains from yeah. us. That's, that's a wonderful. We wouldn't have been given them if we weren't supposed to be using them. Hey, I like that. Same <laughs> <laughs> with laughter. If we weren't supposed to laugh, then why do we? <laughs> Right, right. It makes sense. Totally. So, Yamika, is there anything I haven't asked you that you would like to share? Um, I just would like to share, you know, with the audience and your listeners and, um, you know, know that everything you do, you are created for a purpose. Don't give up on your dreams. You can do a lot of things, but make sure you're giving back to the world. Um, it's really important that I always say pros goes, I like to pave the way for somebody else. So as you're learning, as you're growing, as you're moving forward and reaching your goals, don't leave people behind. Show people how to, to be a better them. Some people don't have access to writers and, and you know, Oprah Winfrey's, I'll say that. So be some be be the support somebody needs. We all need it at some point. So let that person be it. Okay. So I think that's what I would like to share. That ties it up well. Thank you so much, Yamika, for being here today. So much appreciate you. you. And I hope <laughs> you have a wonderful rest of your day. Thank you. Have a good day. Rest of your day. Take care. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. Come back again soon. Would you like to be on our podcast? Send an email to prolificpulse at gmail.com and we'll get back to you soon. Thank you. Have a good day.